0: Most likely, your sweet spot is going to be different than the next music teacher. Welcome to the Music Teachers Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 284. This podcast is the only podcast dedicated to helping independent and passionate music teachers create more impact and income online. Today on the podcast, we are taking a high-level view of what the heck we are even doing online. It is so, so easy to get stuck in the weeds and to get paralysis sometimes or to play small. So today, let's zoom out and Get a really good look at what we are trying to do online and how the software, the tools, the systems, the processes, the coaches, and all of that stuff are going to help you get there. Okay. Before we dig in, I am going to give you a little bit of a personal update. I listen to a few podcasts that have a little bit more of that personality in them, and I'm really connecting with those. So I thought I would bring that here and uh, find out what you think. So as I'm recording this, we're at the beginning of July of 2023. I just got back from vacation. I went uh, to the Northeast with my younger daughter. We had a fantastic week. We went to Boston and Providence and Martha's Vineyard and out to Hartford. It was A break that I think we both truly needed and it was so fun to be one-on-one with my daughter. And just before that, I was in LA with my other daughter. We celebrated her 17th birthday together. And again, it was just so awesome being one-on-one with each of my kids separately not to say that I don't love traveling with both kids and with my husband and all of that, but there's something really special about taking one-on-one time with people that you love. My husband and I went on a trip back in May. And again, that was just one-on-one. And I guess my thought here is that vacations are really not overrated. And I'd like to think that I can plan out more both one-on-one and family vacations, instead of them being kind of last minute, which is what all of these trips seem to have been. Well... Not the trip with my husband, that one we planned a ways in advance, but the other two, the ones with my kids, those were pretty last minute. So yeah, that's just a little bit of an update. My birthday's coming up later this month, so there will probably be an episode around that and how much I love using milestones as launch pads for promotions or for incentives or different things like that. We'll get into that later, of course. Now, for the topic at hand, looking at what it is we are trying to do online so that we can make heads or tails of the actions that we are taking. Music teachers come in all shapes and sizes with different levels of ambition and a ton of different goals. None of these are like set in stone. So you could feel fulfilled and excited with a small roster and a small online footprint. You could also feel not so great with a small roster and not so great online footprint. Likewise, there are a ton of music teachers who feel accomplished with a massive roster, multiple teacher studio, multiple online products, huge overhead, all of those things. And that is where they thrive. And some teachers find that they build that and they want to tear it all down. Most likely your sweet spot is going to be different then the next music teacher, then the next piano teacher, then the next violin teacher, guitar teacher, whatever instrument you teach or modality that you teach, you're going to have your sweet spot of ideal number of students and employees or staff members or contractors and your online offers and your offline offers and all of this, and it all kind of comes together for you and for everyone that's gonna look different. What we need to figure out is are the steps we're taking right now online moving us toward our sweet spot, moving us towards that place where we feel we are really making the impact and income that fulfills us, okay? The first thing to look at as we are trying to get this higher level view is our offers what is it that you are actually offering for somebody to do with you are they taking private lessons with you are those in person are those hybrid are those fully remote are you offering group programs are you offering workshops are you offering courses do you have a membership site do you have a community what is it that you are offering as part of your studio. How are people able to learn music from you? That is really the first thing. Honestly, the best thing to do here would be to look at every single student from the past six to 12 months and look at the container in which they learn from you. Did they learn from you from lessons or from a course or from private coaching or just just write it down, figure it out. And then the second thing we wanna look at is how did that student find you? How did that student become a student? Where did they find out about you? How long a process was it from the the moment that they first found out about you until they became an active student? And how long did that student relationship last? And if it's ongoing, that's totally fine, Right now, we're really looking at your current landscape. So how are students working with you and how did they find out about you? What are their goals? That's number three. Why are they learning music? Why are they learning to play the piano, the guitar, the drums, the who knows what instrument that I can't even think about right now? Why are they learning this? What are their goals? What are their aspirations? And finally, at least for this view, look at or think about what it is that they struggle with most and what comes easiest to them. Okay? So you really want to look at your individual students and take notes and keep that log, keep it going so that you can see how things change as your business evolves, as your studio evolves and how it continues to expand online. Really what we're doing is making the activities that you do tangible so that we can see trends and that we can shift and morph and all of that stuff. Okay. Now that we have that, the next thing that we want to do is be introspective. Look inward at ourselves and say, what am I offering? What am I providing that lights me up, that excites me, that gets me going, okay? Look at what you are currently doing that is like the best thing ever because we want to be able to bundle up that energy and do more of that. And we also want to look at the other side of this coin, which is what am I doing that is not fulfilling for me, or that is not providing the results for my students and things like that. Okay, so we wanna look at both sides. We want to be looking at the things that are going really well and the things that are hard and that don't have a good ROI, return on investment. We have three things that we can invest. We can invest time, we can invest money, and we can invest energy. Well, I mean, really, it's two things. It's time and money. But the energy is kind of a balancing factor because if you're investing time and you're full of energy, it's worth it. If you're investing money and it's full of energy, then it's worth it. But if the energy level is lacking in either your time investment or your money investment, then there's some calibration that we need to do. Now that we know what our offers are, how our students actually learn about us and learn from us, what lights us up, what drags us down, all of that stuff. We can now actually do something about it. We can now kind of go up that next layer to see what we're going to change, how we're going to change. When you look at your offers, what do you feel needs to be added so that you can get closer to your happy medium? What would you like to reduce or remove in order to get to that balance that is right for you? Then we look at our student acquisition. We look at how a student came in and the quality of that method, You know whether it was word of mouth or social media or a flyer or an ad or whatever it might've been, look at trends, look to see, okay, Students that came in through word of mouth have stayed with me for four months, six months, 12 months, whatever that number might be. Whereas students that came in from ads, they stayed with me for two months to six months or things like that. Here we're looking to see where we can shift so that we get the students that again, light us up, fulfill us, all of those things. So we've looked at our offers We've looked at our student acquisition, and now we are looking at the inner workings of the interaction with the students. This is where we are really looking at how a student performs inside of your offers and how you show up inside of those offers. And the reason why this is important when we're looking at our studio from an outside perspective is because this is where we can pull things out and shift things and create studio policies, and create mini courses, and create workshops, and build out something that feels better, that works better, that helps you accomplish more of your personal goals. Again, it's all about the right impact, the right income, and the joy that you're going to get from this studio. When we create online offers, It's not the same as hanging a shingle on Main Street. It is not the same at all. And the more that we know about how we work and why we do things the way that we do, the easier it's going to be to create the right next offer. One of the things that I really wanted to cover in this episode, so I'm going to shift sideways a little bit because I think that this is going to help round everything out. So bear with me for a moment. Everything in your studio doesn't have to stay the same. Everything in your studio can stay the same and you can always shift focus. Nothing is ever permanent unless you make it permanent. So Give yourself permission to say, I only want X number of students who have this type of goal. I want this to be my main offer. I want this, that, whatever. I'm kind of looking at the studio landscape as movable. We're looking at all the pieces from the top, all the pieces on this landscape from the top. How are students getting in? What does the process look like when they decide how they're going to actually work with you or learn from you? What does that container look like? How does that container move them toward their goal? And how long do they stay inside your studio container? And what is it that gets them to say, I need something different or I'm done. Once we have this really good look, then it becomes possible to build a new product, to create a new offer, to expand our pool of prospective students, our visibility, our marketing, all of those things. It's summer of 2023 as I'm recording this. Let's try and get this stuff done before we have registration starting. Usually that starts in August for the school year. If you're here in North America, other parts of the world, it might be different cadence, different timing, um, but just... You understand what I'm trying to say here. Once you have your landscape mapped out and you've done this work, which is something only you can do, then it becomes easier to bring in the right tools to build things the way you want them to be, to build that next level, to build those workshops, those courses, those group programs, the digital products or whatever else is coming to mind. And that's when... You reach out to a coach, to a consultant, to a strategist to help create the plan to make that new offer a reality. And shameless plug, not so shameless plug, that's exactly what I do with my clients. So book a call with me. Go to callwithjamie.com. I have it linked up in the show notes and we can figure this out together. I'd love to see the landscape that you have drawn out because that's going to help you get where you need to go faster. My one big takeaway for you today is we cannot operate at ground level. We cannot operate in a vacuum. It is far easier to find the success, to create the success, to create that perfect environment for yourself when you look at things from the outside, when you look at data rather than emotion. So with that, have a great day, a great week, and I will have episode number 285 for you in the podcast feed next week.